When major news drops in the NHL, you're tuned and tapped into your source. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And oh boy, do we have a jam-packed show for y'all on Thursday. Oilers setting franchise records. Leafs headed in the other direction. Is it panic button time in the T-Dot? And also, we got to give flower his flowers to Foley and Sharon Govich. Let's get this paper. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You heard the music, and you know what time it is. It's time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. You're joined, as always, by Steal and Flip, and thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get 20 bucks off your order. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Steel, these guys are putting our spelling skills to the test, but we've been putting our fantasy hockey skills to the test for a lot longer than that, and that's why we have a lot to get to on today's episode. We have to talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, but on a more positive note, we got to talk about the Edmonton Oilers. Oddly enough, they go up against each other the other night. Once again, the Toronto Maple Leafs blow a lead. Clearly, there are things to be discussed on both sides of the puck here, Steel. We got a lot to get to, but... Again, another Canadian team on a heater. Calgary Flames. This Tyler Toffoli and Igor Sharangovich situation has got to be one revisited because all of a sudden, Steel, things are looking opposite. A lot of weird trends going on, and we'll take a look at them all. Flowers for flower. You know we got to give that guy some love because also his name is out there in this goaltending market that you and I have been all over. So we're keeping that going. Thursday's Big Time Bets. It's a jam-packed show. Right over to you, brother. Edmonton Oilers, let's start there because I think you and I have enough to say about the Leafs that maybe we should start with the Oilers. Over to you. Yeah, Edmonton Oilers, 11-game win streak, franchise record for the club, and it's been absolutely one hell of a ride for this organization in the 2023-24 season at the bottom of the barrel uh, of the Western Conference. And then again, finally, you know, mid-November, beginning of December, caught a hot streak and 11-game win streak, and they're finally in a playoff spot, in a wildcard spot in that Western division right now. Haven't allowed more than three goals in 12 straight games. So that speaks to their defensive capabilities. Now, after Mm. getting rid of that defensive scheme from Jay Woodcroft, that just wasn't working, as well as the play of Stuart Skinner. He's been outstanding in the crease as well. Calvin Mm. Pickard's been all right when he's been in there. Love the fact that they're winning games. Um, You know, I don't want to do a little bit of a cop out for them, but the the I do like that they're winning games and they're, you know, they're in a playoff spot right now, but the wins against the Sharks, the Ducks, the Senators, the Blackhawks, the Canadians, and even the Red Wings aren't Mm. very significant. That's a lot of their 11 game win streak. However, the wins against the Maple Leafs, the Philadelphia Flyers, the LA Kings, and the New York Rangers are very significant. So it's a little bit of a, 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 you know, 50, 50 uh, sitting on a fence right now for the uh, Edmonton Oilers with some of the games that they've won on this win streak, but their top five players are absolutely balling out. Zach Hyman's been incredible in the offensive zone that goal that was disallowed in that maple leafs game that was probably the prettiest and nastiest goal i've seen (laughs) all season long and doing it against his former club was probably just another one but again disallowed because of the offside Mm. but Connor mcdavid ryan nugent hopkins zach hyman leon dreisaitl 
uh, and Evan Bouchard have been killing it in the yes. last 11 games. I would yep. love to see a little bit more from Evander Kane offensively. He hasn't been quite himself that he was at the beginning of the season. Good but point. right now, like I said, the top five of Edmonton Oilers are feeling it right now. And they're continuing this hot streak uh, moving forward in, uh, against the Seattle Kraken. Fantasy-wise, Stuart Skinner is now where I expected yes. him to be headed into this season, stealing now. I know you and I are head-to-head in this week's matchup, <laughs> and right now you are looking nice. But all of a sudden, your boys got Jake Ottinger back. I got Stuart Skinner cooking. I think I'm going to have a little bit of a different second half, and maybe you will too, and we talked about that. The season is not over, my friends. Nope. Even if you're circling the drain and you're right there at the bottom, I implore you to continue to stay at it. That's something I've been slacking in the macking on, and I'm not going to do that anymore. So you're in trouble, Steel. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> you mentioned Evander Kane, his fantasy value. A lot of people out there asking questions about Evander Kane. To me, he is one of those right now. Yeah, I get it. You want get rid of him because I understand he's been disappointing. I can't help but feel that maybe he's that guy that goes on some kind of heater in the second half. I'm hoping but so. if he isn't on one now when the team is cooking, what's he going to do when they start to fade? Anyway, just some very quick shout outs. Mark Spector, Bureau Chief out West Sportsnet, covers the Oilers all the time. Made a really good point on TV the other day. They're winning games in a whole different fashion last year relying on the power play outscoring team six seven one couple of thoughts they have only scored one five on five sorry they've only scored one regulation power play goal in the last five not relying on the power play Connor McDavid only a single point in nine straight games it's not a crazy multi-point a performance or McDavid getting it done and they are not scoring four, five, six, seven goals. These are two, one, three, two, four, two with an empty netter type games. So to me, this is really what to look at for this Edmonton Oilers team, who I think are really starting to look like the team. We thought they were a Stanley cup threat. Yeah, at this point they are. And even a couple of guys in their bottom six, Ryan McLeod, as yes. well as uh, Warren Fogle have been absolutely getting uh, Derek Ryan as well. Those three guys have been killing it in the bottom six uh, for this group. Warren Fogle gets into the top six a few times as well. Yeah. So just got to give a little bit of a shout out to those guys who are stepping up for the Edmonton Oilers. Great play overall uh, yeah. all around from this Oilers squad right now. However, it's not the same type Ooh. of story recently Ooh. for the Toronto Maple Leafs on a four game losing streak, four straight losses. And this is where it gets bad. You know, there's a lot of conversation about why they can't hold on to leads. They cannot hold on to leads. And I'm just going to go down the list of their last four games. They sure. were up 3-1 against the Islanders, lost 4-3 in overtime, up 3-0 against the Avalanche, lost 5-3, up 2-0 against the Red Wings, lost 4-2, and then up 2-0 against the Oilers and lost 4-2 once again. So clearly yeah. getting early leads, but aren't able to hold on to it and close out these games. Uh, you know, I, at the beginning of the episode, you said they're playing horribly. There's a few games where they have played bad. Mm. Last night's game or the day uh, two days ago against the Edmonton Oilers, I thought that was one of the best games yeah. they've played in a they while, even good. though they lost. Yep. Um, there's the I big agree. question, though. What's going on with the Leafs? Is it time to move on from Sheldon Keefe? What are your mm. thoughts about this debate right now? And yeah. what's Keefe's future with the organization? So here's my thing, Steele, and I really have to scratch my head and take a deep <laughs> breath here because it's not just a simple thing. And I'm never, you know me, it's not. I, no. I am never one of those guys to just lash out on a coach. Yeah. I know some other Ontario fan bases might like to do that, perhaps. I'm not going to say who, just throwing that out there. Anyway, I'm kidding. But I don't think it's <laughs> Sheldon Keefe's fault fully. My problem here is yeah. something needs to drastically change. Yes. And I don't mean like 
trade Matthews. I'm not getting crazy here. <laughs> I'm just saying that the energy right now in terms of the sloppy defensive play, yes. and again, not Martin Jones's fault. He shouldn't be in there. He's a third-string emergency Band-Aid. They're not getting big saves, and I'm not blaming Martin He's Jones. He's played but good, a cu- though. Couple of, He's played good, but I'm talking about when yeah. the defense is this week. You need a goaltender to really steal some games a la what Joseph Wall was doing right before he got hurt. Remember that game against Tampa? He came in. He just held it down. That's the kind of goaltending that this defense, which has been in shambles aside from Morgan Riley, and this is going to be my second take in a second, but I think that Sheldon Keefe might not have what it takes to turn it around. And that's not on him. It's on how far gone maybe this blue line is. And again, that's not his fault. Number two, what is TJ Brody doing out there? Oh my goodness. He oh, thank you for steal. saying that. He is getting me going. And I hope you can hear my voice going again. That's number two. And number three, up front, I understand Matthews is cooking, but I need more out of Johnny T. I need a lot more out of the Max Domies of the world who have gone ghost. And I just need more out of Willie and Mitch. It's yes. just got to happen when your team is going to invest in you like they have, Steel. The blue line is what it is, and the goaltending clearly questionable. While Samsonov figures it out, Martin Jones is pretty good, and Wall returns from injury, those three guys have got to take their game to another level. I, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. I'm going to oh. hit on all of those points in just a second. Thank I've got you. a lot to say on this topic, so good. I'll talk about all of it after the break as well as the – uh, Igor Sharangovich, Tyler Toffoli trade, taking a look back at that situation for both clubs right now. But I got a lot to say about the Maple Leafs, and it hits on all the points you just said. Appreciate that because we're also going to get to Thursday's big-time bets. Got to keep this money train rolling into the second half of the season. But today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. We come on to this show and to watch sports to escape from some of life's crazy realities, but we got to get serious about preparing for real life just once in a while. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This can get scary, people. I can imagine more a helpless feeling than maybe my boy Steele getting sick, my wife, someone in your life getting sick without a supply chain issue to get you the life-saving medication that you need. Thankfully, We're going to be all right because Jace Medical has our back. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and many others. It could happen to us all. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by an onboard certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use code Locked on to get 20 bucks off your first order. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go to YouTube, check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. They are here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, as well as this channel, of course, 
Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe, the follow button, leave a five-star review. Flip and I appreciate all that love and support to show us Monday through Friday. We are going to get to big-time bets at the end of the episode. We're going to get to Igor Sharangovich, Tyler Toffoli mm. trade, taking a look back at how they're doing right now on their respective clubs. But I got a lot to say continuing on the conversation of the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. You, you, you nailed it on the head right now. Thank you. I completely agree that I don't blame Sheldon Keefe full entirely for what's yeah. going on. You know, obviously some of it has to land on the head coach. Sure. But look, we know John Tavares has been playing very, very bad. He benched John Tavares for the entire third period a couple of games ago, or at least for right. half of the third period. He's making an example out of some of these leaders right now, benching Willie Nylander, Marner, and Tavares when they're playing poorly, mm. especially uh, John Tavares, their captain. Like you said, they're playing a third-string goaltender. Even though Martin Jones has been very solid since yep. coming in for the Leafs, they're mm -hmm. still playing a third-string goaltender. Yes. They have one decent defenseman who plays 25-plus minutes a night. He played close to 12 minutes, I believe, in that first period against the Edmonton Oilers. He was already over 21 minutes halfway through the third period. Great point, it, it, it was absolutely insane how, how they're using Morgan Riley right now, and it speaks volumes, in my opinion, when Simon Benoit is your second-best defenseman, a guy who only has one assist right now, but he's physical, he blocks shots, he fights, he steps up for his teammates. So it, speak, it speaks volumes to how this uh, defenseman is very, very poor uh, on the Toronto Maple Leafs, in my opinion. It has been a very bad stretch for their top guys, especially Nylander and Tavares. Four-game pointless streak for Nylander. Five-game uh, five pointless streak for John Tavares right now. And it's not just about the pointless streak. I, you know, Obviously, you want to see them score and get assists and play yeah. well. But I can see the laziness creeping its way back <laughs> yeah. into Nylander's game ever there since he go. signed that contract. And it's really pissing me off. Tavares, his legs are failing him. No speed. Doesn't have the first step. Gets outworked and outbattled in the corners and behind the net. And sometimes, you said it yourself, and I completely agree, I don't even know what Mitch Marner is doing out there sometimes mm. in the last two to three minutes. Correct. He's continuing to make cute plays out there that just don't need to happen. You need to get pucks on net. You're looking for the perfect pass. You're looking to be cute out there. And it, it gets very frustrating when your top players try to do this, when they've had the lead, lose the lead, and then can't come back and tie it up or at least get into overtime and at least get a point out there. So you said it yourself. I, I agree with every, you, you, you literally hit it all on the net uh, head right there. I Appreciate just wanted you. to, you know, you know, point out some of the things <laughs> that you said and, uh, you know, expand on it a little bit, but this Leafs team, they need to be a lot better and it's going to have to start next game. It's going to have to start immediately because we have talked about at length that that Atlantic division, as much as yeah, Red Wings sorting it out, Ottawa, complete mess. There aren't a ton of spots to be had going around. And I'll leave it at this because your point on Morgan Riley already playing that many minutes in the first period of a game in January. What happens when we need him to do 30 minutes in May? Double overtime, triple overtime. He's not going to have the legs. And you have TJ Brody out there playing beer league style hockey. And Mark Giordano who can actually, I don't, you haven't seen me on the ice. The hands are filthy but the feet are a little heavy steel. And I'm pretty sure I could beat Mark Giordano in a foot race right now. And that's bad. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about something a little bit more positive on the Calgary flame side of things, because, and you and I, and a lot of people for good reason, Tyler Toffoli and the New Jersey Devils started the season pretty good. Yeah. Calgary flames looked like a mess. Ego Sharon Govich was doing nothing. 
Now, all of a sudden, your boy has game winners in a couple, a Hattie, a two-piece. He's got six goals in his last four games. Toffoli is ghost. Mm -hmm. The Calgary Flames ascending the standings. The New Jersey Devils going down. I don't know what your take is on this, but also factoring in Sharon Govich's age and his cap hit, you can't help but feel that right now, things are looking pretty nice for the Calgary Flames in this deal. Yeah, it must be a very nice feeling for the Calgary Flames fans with everything that's gone on over the last right? couple of seasons. Uh, I, I don't have much to say on the Tyler Toffoli subject of this trade. I don't think he's gone completely ghost. 29 points in 41 games, 114 yeah. shots. But I will say this, this team goes as far as Jack Hughes takes them. That goes for them in the playoffs, in the standings, as mm -hmm. well as their, the players on their roster. So Tyler Toffoli plays alongside him and he gets a lot of the points uh, playing with Jack Hughes. And again, you, he can't take them far when he's frequently injured as he is, especially this season. But I got a lot to say about Sharon Govich. 31 points in 40, uh, 44 games for the kid. Really, Like you said, didn't really start off the season uh, uh, good, but found his groove at the beginning of December. Since December 2nd, he has 21 points in 20 games, 13 wow. of which are goals. And this is why the Flames made this trade in the mm -hmm. first place. They were going through the rebuild. They, you know, they, they lost Johnny Goudreau. They trade Matthew Kachuk. You get you're getting younger players in the rebuild. They, you know, you get a pick as well in that trade, and it's finally paying off for them. Um, and for me, it, it's very strange. You know, I, I like the fact that the Calgary Flames are getting back to their confidence ways, but the last <laughs> do you though? Do you? I, I do, I do. You know, I I, I, I don't mind it. I would I always want Canadian teams to do well, especially if they can make the postseason, except for one out there. I'm not gonna mention right, yeah. names. Um, but the last suspects I would expect to be leading the flames and goals would be Blake Coleman and Igor Sharon Govich 20 go. and 18 hey. on the season. And, and to see, you know, I know we're talking about Sharon Govich, but Coleman's on pace for 71 points. Waiver he's, never wire, had, he's never had higher than 38, which was last yeah. season. And yeah. Oh, he's doing it at 32 years old out of nowhere. So Blake Coleman really stepping up mm. for the Calgary flames right now. Yeah. They're on a win streak, four game win streak, two points back of a wild card spot. Both Alberta teams, uh, heard the slander. They heard the disrespect at the beginning of the season yeah. from the media and the fans. And yeah. look at them go right now. They're climbing up the standings. One's in a wild card spot. One's two points back. And that goes thanks to both Blake Coleman and Sharon Govich of the Flames. Let's see what the East Coast teams do with all the slander coming their way right now. Not looking <laughs> too good for those East Coast clubs. But Tyler Toffoli, just kind of back up my saying about being a little bit ghost. Four goals in 20 games. Yeah. To me, not nearly good enough. But I understand overall on the season, he started pretty good. So there is still value there. There is still half a season to go as well. A little bit more of an episode to go steal. I think we should talk about Flower very quickly right after the break. Big time bets coming your way. You know we got to show some love to one of the best goaltenders to ever do it. Yes, we do. And on my one of my favorite teams out there, the Minnesota Wild, of course. We're going to get to that and big-time bets very, very quickly. But first, this episode is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Something I know I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place super easy with the Instant Match. Indeed does the hard work for you, sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant Match, you can start hiring fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business and you have to make every single dollar count. 
That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. One more time for them, Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing, not available for everyone need to hire. You need indeed. And thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day, continue to hit the subscribe, the follow button, leave a five-star mm. review flip. And I appreciate all the love and support, all the comments you're leaving on the YouTube channel as well. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning is when you can find all of our episodes. We're going to get to big time bets very, very shortly. I have another same game parlay coming Bang. at you, Flip. But first Bang. of all, Mark Andre Fleury, we got to show our respect to this yep. guy because he's been a huge part of the game for over a decade now, over close to two decades now. Mm. Um, fourth all time in games played, second all, all time in wins with 552. I'll throw it over to you now. What sure. are you, you know, like? What, this guy is just amazing. Stick taps, hats off, claps <laughs> up. Props do Marc-Andre Fleury, one of the best to ever do it. And just a little story time here from Uncle Flip. I skipped school. I believe it was maybe grade 10 steel. I'm going to age myself a little bit here. <laughs> Fleury's 39. I'm 35. So anyway, I skipped school to watch the gold medal game when he was the goaltender. I believe he shot it off of one of the players' backs. It went in the net and Canada lost. But those bright yellow pads that he wore for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles are one of the things that we'll all always remember yes. about Flower. He had style. He had grace. He's funny. He's one of those guys that his teammates love around him, and we haven't even started talking about his fantasy value or on-ice success, one in which he is a three-time cup winner, a Vesna winner, bah, 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 bah. However, passing his long, his childhood hero of Patrick Waugh is something really cool. 552 career wins to sit second on the all-time list. Does it in style with a shutout? And more importantly, I think, Steele, and I'll leave it at this and give it back to you because we got to get the bets. He got a shutout. He can still play. And when you talk about this, and I know, you know, shout out to the insiders on TSN. I'm not getting this information firsthand, but it makes sense. People are going to be circling around Billy G's phone to see what it's going to cost to get flour. You made some points. I'll let you raise those about him perhaps not being moved. But you can't help but feel if you're the Edmonton Oilers looking for a little bit of a mentor for Stuart Skinner or you're the New Jersey Devils who your goaltending's a mess or uh -uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs who actually went after him a couple of years ago. Different GM, but still. Anyway, over to you, Flower. Is he on the move? What are your thoughts? And we'll get to bets. Look, I, I know he can't play forever, but I never want him to leave the NHL. And and I know right. we're talking about, you know, we, we know Billy G can, is going to do whatever's best for his Minnesota Wild moving yeah. forward. We've seen that in the past. And, and you know, you even off the air before we hopped on here about what Marc-Andre Fleury can do for maybe some other young goaltenders in the league right now that are going to be in the playoffs. We don't know yeah. where the Wild will be at the end of the season. But I think, you know, the mentorship that he can bring to Philip Gustafson still plays a role in the future of this organization go. for the, for the Minnesota wild. And again, I love seeing him play in that, in the green right now, in the dark green, the forest green. So I don't want him to be moved. I, he has, to me, he has quite a bit of, of fantasy value. You know, obviously I think Philip Gustafson is going to be that guy still moving forward, but having yeah. that mentorship, having that veteran presence in the blue paint that you can lean on, talk to, get some advice from, I think that's crucial for this Minnesota wild team, especially for Philip Gustafson's confidence coming back, from injury coming back from some poor play at the beginning of the season as well. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see him move, but we know Billy G is going to do what's best for his club. 
Big time bets, though. We got to do what's best for all of our fans out there. Do what's best for all of us out there. Mm. Making some money uh, where the money is made. Flip, I've got another same game parlay yeah. coming at you for Thursday night. Yeah, but what do. are your picks? You have a same game parlay? You got some picks from separate games? I do not, but considering I know where you're headed with your same game parlay, why don't I ream off my three and I'll leave my final one for the same game that you're looking at because it'll go nicely into that first pick. Colorado on the road into Boston. And I know that these are two good teams. And Colorado has been an enigma at times. They allow a ton of goals, and they turn around and look great. But I think the way that I've seen them play lately, 8-2 and two over their last 10, this is more of what they are going to be. Devin Tays calls them out. They're playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Colorado, let me read these off. 8-4 and four in their last 12 against Boston and in trips into Boston, 11 wins out of their last 14 trips. Ooh. That's really all I need to hear. Plus, right now, I'm getting plus money for Colorado on the road. This is a tough game. I understand it's Boston yeah. at home, but I'm liking the odds here for the juice. Lock of the night is uh, Stars at home against Philly. Sorry, are they at home? No, they're on the road. But anyway, when you dig into those numbers and Jake Ottinger back, they're getting wins. Offense is starting to roll a little bit. Loving that angle as well. Eight, one, and one in their last 10 against Philly. Lock of the night. Them on the money line, minus 133. And my other pick of the night, Connor McDavid, baby. You know you got to hear it from me. And as much as he has only had one point in his last nine out of 10, no double-digit games or no uh, double-point games, in nine career games against the Kraken, he has 17 points. So hit me with McDavid over one and a half anytime points because I know you're going to like that because it goes along with, I believe, all of your picks. Yes, it does. I love the pick. And just to kind of reel back to your Colorado Avalanche Boston Bruins pick, uh, I'm not going to talk about you know which team. I have no idea which team is going to uh, take, <laughs> take the win in this game. I just want to mention that Linus Allmark is back from injury. He is healthy and should be ready to go. I don't know if he'll play against the Avalanche, but he is healthy and back. Uh, just to make everyone aware uh, to reset their fantasy rosters uh, if you don't know that yet. But yes, your last pick, Connor McDavid, over one and a half points mm-hmm. goes very nicely with my same game parlay because it comes from this Oilers Kraken uh, matchup on Thursday. First pick, Oilers money line against the Seattle Kraken at home once again. Six out of the last eight games, the Oilers have taken a win. So I'm going with the money line mm-hmm. on this one. Also, Oilers cracking over six and a half. Yeah. Seven out of the eight have gone over the number. Uh, again, I, I, I think, the, again, going with the money line pick, <laughs> I think the Oilers are going to win, and I think they're going to win big. And again, the last 12 games, they've kept uh, the goals allowed under three, uh, three or under. So really like the over and six and a half in this matchup as well. I'm also going to go with the McDavid anytime goal uh, in this matchup. Hopefully he gets a goal and an assist to hit for both of us out here, but that's the same game parlay for me. Uh, uh, lock of the night Oilers money line against the Kraken, your lock of the night. Um, was it the stars McDavid? money line stars at money into line. Philly stars money line against the Philadelphia flyers for flip Oilers money line for myself. Those are the locks of the night. Thank you so much for making locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day. And once again, Go check out YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7. The first ever national sports streaming channel on YouTube. They're here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So thank you once again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day out there. Good luck with all your bets. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.